on the TV, on the radio, and even social media, everyone has become a debater. Hot heads, hot takes, and lots of hot air are now the norm. But only one can be the master debater. This is Master Debaters from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm Dennis Foley and welcome to Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Joining us this week, you can see him each weekend on Success in the City on the CW35 here in San Antonio, Roman Garcia. Hey, Roman. How you doing, buddy? Been a little bit. Yeah, well, welcome back. Our next debater is a talk show host on USA Radio Network. Say hello to James Parker. Hey, James. Hey, good to be back, Dennis. Uh, love the show, and I'm uh, glad you're having me again. Well, welcome. And our third debater is the executive producer of Catalyst Wrestling, which you can watch on YouTube. Say hello to Matt Ryan. Hey, Matt. Oh, glad to be back. Yes, welcome back. Now, uh, they're all working today to try to convince our judge to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Who is our robot judge? Initiate. Yes, it is a robot judge. we'll see how it delivers points throughout the day now along with our judge being a robot i am the show's referee so if there's something that i hear that i don't like i may issue a penalty as i wish so let's play opening arguments on master debaters it is time for opening arguments in this segment i'm going to give each combatant a question that combatant answers the question and our judge the robot We'll give them a score between 0 and 10 points. They will have 30 seconds for their argument, and a buzzer will let them know when those 30 seconds are up. The first topic, a Corpus Christi woman arrested this week over a pre-Thanksgiving scuffle in an H-E-B parking lot. Corpus Christi police said they arrested 60-year-old Rossi Dennis Monday on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after she pulled her gun and threatened to shoot people over a parking spot. Police said she made the threats on camera the day before Thanksgiving, and investigators were able to track her down based on the video by one of the victims. Katie Barber, KTSA News. All right, Roman, what would you do if a 60-year-old woman pulled out a gun on you in a supermarket parking lot 30 seconds? Okay, first of all, the fact that it was a premeditated perky uh, uh, assault is just incredible. But 60 years old, you know what? I'm 51, so I don't really consider a a 60-year-old like a senior citizen or anything. So I just have to, you know, maybe... Throw my turkey in that old lady's face. I don't know, something like that. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to go easy on her. I'm not going to go, hey, maybe she didn't take her meds or whatever, whatever. Because I found I've gotten crankier as I get older. So I'd have to take her threat serious and just hit her with a turkey. All right, robot. What score are you giving? A one. Ha! <laughs> a one. like assault on elderlies, I guess. I guess not. Our next topic, a court has halted another controversial law here in Texas. A federal judge has blocked a Texas law that would allow any Texan banned from a social media platform for their political views to sue the companies. The law was approved after Republican Texas lawmakers alleged that Facebook, Twitter, and Google's YouTube censor right-wing views. That's correspondent Jim Corsula. So, James, who's right on this? The state seeing to protect social media users or social media companies deciding who can use their services? 30 seconds. Well, 
I'm a big believer in letting any private company do business with whoever they want, whenever they want. And so if you're going to have a big baby about the wedding cake guy, then you can't say nothing when Twitter or whatever platform wants to refuse business with other people for their platforms. So in the matter of political consistency, I think I'm on the side with the platforms and not necessarily on the, the side with this new bill. Oh, you can keep the timer going. I already nailed it. <laughs> All right, robot. What score are you doling out? A seven. Okay. I am skeptical of the robot, but we got a left left wing leaning robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Olbermann 3000. <laughs> Our next topic, Major League Baseball team owners have locked out players for the first time in decades. The owners made the decision after the two sides failed to reach a new collective bargaining agreement. Major League Baseball Commissioner Ma uh, Rob Manfred has said the union's proposals would damage small market teams. Until the contract expired at midnight, players and owners had been trying to reach a deal on issues, including player pay, revenue sharing, and free agency rules. Many see the lockout as strictly symbolic since spring training does not start until February. I think we're in a process. I'm prepared to continue that process, and I'm optimistic that, that, that we're going to get a deal. But until a deal is done, teams are not allowed to talk to players, make signings, or execute trades. That's correspondent Anthony Pura in Los Angeles. So, Matt Ryan... How many games will be missed this season from this lockout? 30 seconds. Uh, first and foremost, Rob Manfred uh, with the false equivalency that small market teams that get a 50-50 split of TV rights... And with TV rights being bigger than they ever have been, uh, with a logical fallacy, Rob Manfred continues to be a jackass. ...of games, um, I see the MLB union taking a fight here. I think we might see the, at least, spring training games being taken away, and possibly the start of the season, because the owners right now are ducking and hiding while paying $200 million salaries. All right, Robot, what score are you giving our debaters? Our debater being Matt Ryan, and it's a five. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, coming up. It's drinking season, apparently. We'll debate that and more next on National Debaters from KTSA. This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. It is, and things will start getting a little more feisty. We have Roman Garcia, James Parker, and Matt Ryan all working to convince our robot judge, the KTSA research robot, that their argument is the best argument. And if you want to be a judge on a future edition of Master Debaters, go to KTSA.com, Master Debaters page, sign up there. So let's keep this debate going. For argument's sake, on Master Debaters. In this part of the show, I'm going to give all three contestants the same question, and they will each take a turn presenting their argument on that matter. After they all take their 30 seconds to respond, our judge, the robot, will then give them anywhere from 0 to 20 points for their responses. The first topic, tis the season to drink up. People do a little of this and a lot of that. 
during the holidays. In fact, many Americans say they dread going to family gatherings this time of year because of booze. A new survey by one poll shows three in five Americans agree there's one family member who takes things a little too far when it comes to indulging, usually a drunk uncle. But 58% of people threw everyone under Santa's sleigh, saying their entire family drinks too much at holiday functions, most admitting they've had to apologize the morning after. That's correspondent Monica Ricks. We're going to start with Roman Garcia. Is drinking during the holiday season a good thing or a bad thing? 30 seconds. Well, you know, like they say, drinking can be a, a truth serum. And so uh, it, it, it's almost like in Seinfeld, you know, the, the airing of grievances for Festivus. So you know what? Drink up because I want to know how you really feel. I don't overdrink a whole lot. Uh, I do every so often, but never really around the holidays. I save it for like my birthday, stuff like that. But you know what? I want people to drink a lot and run their mouth because I want to know exactly where they're at on stuff because uh, you can apologize next day, but I'm going to remember everything you said. All right, James Parker, your 30-second argument. Uh, I feel completely attacked by that news report because when I was a kid growing up, the drunk uncle was Uncle Gary, but Gary's gone, and now I'm clearly the drunk uncle because there's not a whole lot of people in my family that drink, but I, however, have embraced it in my adulthood. And, uh, yeah, I think they're talking about me during this this whole thing, and um, I don't apologize in the morning either, so I I think I'm a pretty bad guy. Oh, you can beep at me if you want. I feel guilty already. That's fine. <laughs> Matt Ryan, your 30-second argument. Uh, it wasn't drunk uncle in my family. It was more like drunk mother. And, well, she's dead now, so that's not really a problem. Uh, during the holidays, uh, I don't really advise for or against drinking because you make your own choices. You live your own life. As long as you're drinking and not getting in the side of the driver's seat of a motor vehicle or any other kind of conveyance, you're cool. Um, but in terms of drinking during the holidays, hell, it's the only way to get through family at any, anyway. I'll drink during a christening, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, a few more seconds. Baba Booey. <laughs> All right, let's All right. give out the points. The KTSA Research Robots. Data. Oh, it's saying data now. Uh, for Roman, it's giving you a 17. Nice. Nice. Questionable robot. Nice. James Parker is giving you a nine. Definitely questionable robot. I knew it. And Matt Ryan it is giving you a ten. Oh, uh, yeah. I like the robot now. Robots trash. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Germany is getting tough on the unvaccinated. As new cases continue to surge across Germany, Chancellor Angela Merkel has announced that anyone not vaccinated will be excluded from most public venues. A COVID pass noting full vaccination will be required at non-essential stores, cultural venues and sporting events. She said the situation in Germany is serious as 70,000 new cases were recorded over 24 hours. Parliament to set a debate making vaccination mandatory from next February. That's correspondent Elaine Cobb. We're going to start with James Parker. What's the best thing and worst thing about Germany? 30 seconds. I do not feel incredibly comfortable with the people of Germany like cracking down on a hated minority and excluding them from public functions and possibly like staining them and making them wear some sort of badge identifying themselves and yeah, you know, if it was like Poland or Belgium or something, it'd be a little better. But Germany has like a questionable history in that regard. So it's 
It's not. It doesn't sound real fun coming from them. Then the Germans aren't known for their fun, are they? Like Oktoberfest <laughs> is fun, and the rest of it's it can get really ugly really quick. <laughs> Matt Ryan, thirty seconds. The best thing or worst thing about Germany? Well, I'm not going to compare unvaccinated people to the victims of the Holocaust, uh, and I'm not going to crib a Patton Oswalt bit. But the best thing about Germany, obviously, the beer. The worst thing about Germany, eh, postmodern art. Uh, I, I'm a big art guy. Uh, I'm a big fan of pop art and a little bit of Marcel Duchamp. I like outsider art. But a lot of stuff that came out of the uh, out of East Germany and Germany in the 1980s and early 90s uh, really was reductive and kind of just there for the sake of being there, uh, much like the unvaccinated. <laughs> and Roman Garcia, the best thing and worst thing about Germany, 30 seconds. Um, I've... I, I, I had a brief stop in Germany a few years ago, and I didn't have a good experience. And they said they couldn't understand me and my wife because of our heavy accent. So I was offended. So I'm still offended, still carrying it. So you know what? So the thing I like the least about Germany is uh, Germany. So, um, and I don't think Germany uh, needs to be, uh, you know, doing anything to make themselves look any worse. So. Just drop it. Okay. Uh, robot time. The KTSC Research Robot. Give me them numbers. Oh, now it's going back to this. Uh, so, James Parker, you are getting a one. Matt Trey. Ryan. It's a German robot. Is that, was that robot made in Germany? Is it made in Fall? <laughs> Maybe, huh? Where's the game from? Matt Ryan, the robot's giving you a six. And Roman <laughs> Garcia, you're getting an 18 from the robot. Nice. Oh, you know damn. what? It's tough love. I gave Germany tough love. There yeah. we go. And the robot seemed to like it. Maybe it's not German after all. <laughs> German engineering. Next topic. Ever dreamed of sleeping in an Ikea? Well, a bunch of people got there that chance to do so, but it wasn't entirely by choice. Just days after Oasis fans were snowed in with a cover band at a pub in the UK, comes word from northern Denmark. Six customers and about two dozen employees were stranded in an Ikea showroom overnight during a snowstorm. They snuggled up in display beds, mattresses, and pull-out sofas. Before they turned in, they watched TV and ate. No word on whether the main course was Swedish meatballs, but workers at a toy shop next door did join them. One of them says it was much better than sleeping in your car because it was nice and warm and everyone was happy to be there. That's correspondent Deborah Rodriguez. We're going to start with Matt Ryan. What store would you say is the best to sleep in overnight? 30 seconds. Oh, Ikea really is the top of the list. It's got everything you need. It's got heat. It's got a place to eat inside of it. Um, it's probably the best possible option. The worst possible option would be a Hot Topic. Um, because at that point, you're just eating gummy penises and using Bob's Burger socks to kind of keep yourself warm. And some sort of weird Sousin shrine that's been there since 2004. Yes, I referenced Sousin in 2021, emo scene forever. Uh, but Ikea, clearly the clubhouse leader there. Uh, if not, um, hmm, a Chipotle. <laughs> Roman Garcia, best store to be stuck in overnight. Just have a sleepover at 30 seconds. Uh, I would have to agree. Ikea would be the best. But if not an Ikea, you know, I'm a simple man. I'll take a Target. I'll take a Target because they do have some furniture in there, like little futon displays and stuff. So I have somewhere to sleep. Uh, they have a snack bar that has pretzels and pizza and popcorn and ices. So I'm good there. 
Uh, they've got the electronics department with the TVs, and uh, bathrooms are pretty clean. So uh, I'd say Target. James Parker, best store to sleep in overnight, 30 seconds. I would say an adult toy shop, not because they have the best amenities or food available, but you could be stuck in there with some girls of questionable morals, and then you can pull the whole, you know, this may be our last night ever. You know, we may just die in this blizzard. You don't want to just go out, you know, just shivering cold all by yourself. So, I, you know, I've been married for a really long time, and uh, these things cross my mind from time to time. And so, no, Ikea, I don't want to go to sleep in a snowstorm there. I want to go over the Sue's Dildo Barn on uh, Veterans. <laughs> now, before I go to the robot, Roman, uh, oh, they have a whole food section in Target. You know, an entire, you know, grocery area. So you have uh, that's of- true. And, but I'm thinking more of uh, hot food items. But right, right. But the but they also sell microwaves and toasters and all that. So you can just plug some. No, of those that's in. a good point, Dennis. So it's even better than I thought. That's well, good. I mean, you could have made that argument, and the robot may have given you more points. But uh, the KTSA research robot. Uh, what scores do you want to give our debaters? <laughs> Matt Ryan's getting a nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Roman's getting a fourteen. This robot loves you. Oh, man. See? Nailing it. That robot's all, last all name about is And James about Parker, you. it's uh, the robot's not buying the adult store idea. Five points. Yeah, well, <laughs> disappointing for you, robot. Yeah. I would have given you a 20. That was pretty good. <laughs> well, coming up, yeah. our debaters have some interesting topics they want to discuss. We'll hear them after this. This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins on KTSA. This is Master Debaters from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And I'm Dennis Foley. This week we have Roman Garcia, James Parker, and Matt Ryan all working to convince a robot, an appliance that's plugged into a wall, to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Let's keep this debate going. State your case. On Master Debater, our competitors before the show came in with a topic that they wanted to talk about and present to our ambivalent robot judge. <laughs> They'll get sixty seconds to do just that, and during those sixty seconds, if the other combatants wish to challenge, uh, they will get thirty seconds after the case is done being presented. After the challenges, the original presenter gets their own thirty seconds to rebut. All of their challengers, if they change their topic, I will assess an automatic five-point penalty. There are also more points at stake. Our robot can give up to 20 points, or the robot may choose to become a devious robot and take away up to 20 points from everyone, whether they challenged, presented the argument, or chose to stay quiet. So you guys want to guess who our point leader is at this point in the show? Roman. Yeah, let's see. Yep, Roman. Uh, you <laughs> you got to say it in a robot voice. Uh, Roman. Uh, you get to start oh, with man. your 60-second argument now. All right. All right. I-, I think some people complain when we're moving into the holidays that people start decorating too early. They complain that the stores put out their Christmas stuff way too early. Uh, I don't agree. I think that the earlier we can start Christmas, the better. Because it seems to be the outside of the, the, the old ladies threatening people in, in parking lots with guns. Uh, outside of that, I think it's the one thing that people can really kind of get excited about. So you know what? If you want to start decorating your house in October or if you've left your lights on all year round and you just want to start clicking them on in October, you know what? 
Go for it. I'm fine with it. You want to put inflatables in your yard, uh, even though it's Halloween, but there's a Santa next to your jack-o'-lantern? I'm fine with that. Let's just do Christmas all the time. Uh, if anything, I'm trying to book a trip to Vegas to go see a, a very Barry Christmas, to see Barry Manilow uh, do Christmas songs. That's how much I'm into it. So, uh, you know what? Just go for it. Start it early. Matt Ryan with a challenge, 30 seconds. My lord, I, I like Christmas. It's my best friend's favorite holiday. It's a holiday I care very much for. But can we give other holidays? Like, Thanksgiving is a holiday that deserves a little bit of time and a little bit of respect. It brings us stuffing and the Cowboys losing. How do you not like that as a holiday? America, I'm asking you. San Antonio, you deserve an NFL franchise. That's a different point for a different day. But looking at this contextually, we can't, I, I'm tired of the memes about people complaining about Christmas. We're celebrating Christmas in October. The war on Christmas is nonsense. All right, uh, Roman, 30 second rebuttal. You mean Parker, yeah. 30 uh, second rebuttal, right? Uh, uh, no. Uh, again, yeah. you know what? It, it, I love Thanksgiving too, but like I said, if Christmas just you know starts early and runs right over Thanksgiving and we're doing a combination of eggnog and, and gravy, I'm good with that. Let's just, as long as there's Christmas in there somewhere, I'm fine with it because I just want everybody to have a holly jolly Christmas, a ho ho holiday, and be in a good mood. And uh, and I'm I'm open to uh, all of the all of the deals I can get on electronics. All right, it's time to consult our robot friend, the KTSA Research Robots. Roman, it's giving you a negative four. What? Mm -hmm. Screw that robot. <laughs> Matt Ryan's giving you a 20. <laughs> God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. And James Parker, it's giving you a three. I'll so, take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan, you're next with your 60-second arguments. All right. I feel like we all love sports here. I've said it numerous times, and I'm also a sports human. I've plugged it before here on the show. If you're complaining about sports salaries or if you're talking about how small market teams are being affected by big paydays and big payrolls in sports, you're a part of the problem. Because if you're complaining about people making money in this country and it's because they're athletes and you're not looking at the larger systemic problems in sports society and culture, the UFC pays their talent about between 18 and 38 percent of gross revenue every single year. Think about that for a second. And think about the amount of pain and suffering these athletes go through on a daily basis and the amount of sacrifice they all have to deal with, creating not only PTSD, blunt force trauma, concussions, and all these things. That's what, they're pay that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the sacrifice. You're paying for the struggle. You're paying for the suffering. And I can make the same argument for teachers in this country, our military personnel, people who work on the front lines every single day. So if you're minding other people's wallets and not your own, aren't you really the problem? <laughs> well, looks like there were no challenges. So we all agree, Mister or Ms. or whatever you are, robots, <laughs> non-binary robot. Uh, no, actually, specifically binary, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> this KTSA right. research robot. I don't know. It's, it does its own thing. Uh, okay, it's giving out the scores already. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, it's giving you a five. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, Roman's giving you a seven. Oh, nice. And James, Silence is golden. James Parker, you're getting a negative four from the robot. This is, this man, this, this all over the place here. 
Yeah. No, I'm going to win him over. Drink. I'm going to win him over. Come right. on, robot. Yep. Me and you, baby. James, you. your 60 seconds starts now. All right. So in my dinky little hometown of nowhere, East Texas, it's, it's, it's called Tyler. There is a lady who was working at the jail, and there was an inmate who would fake an injury so he would have to go to the medical ward where he would have sex with this jailer who was kind of a half-nurse, half-correctional facility lady. And it, it, it didn't happen once. It didn't happen twice. It kept happening over and over and over. And I started feeling really bad because what level of game does this man have that he has the ability, even when he's in jail, even when he's in a jumpsuit, you would think he's at his lowest point in his life. He's scoring with the girl, and she's not that bad looking. And then I think back to when I was in my 20s. Think of how hard it was. And it's almost like I want to find this guy, pick his brain, and take notes. So, yeah, because, again, married guy, I fantasize about these things, and it is that sad. <laughs> All right, Roman with a first 30-second challenge starts now. Okay, I think this guy doesn't necessarily have game. This has nothing to do with game. This has to do with something wrong with that woman. And I think the fact, too, that a lot of times women like the bad boy. So that's why you had women that were trying to marry Charles Manson or writing him love letters because there's just something about it. So it's not really about this guy's game. It's about some deficiency in this woman. And she can't complain later that the guy treated her bad. All right, Matt Ryan, your 30-second challenge. I, I don't know what his point was. Dude, people have sex when they work or are around the same people for a long period of time. Um, that Oz was an empirically entertaining and interesting per uh, television show. Um, I've heard of Tyler, Texas, so even the small town variable here is a little fakakta to me. So I, I, I understand, like, the idea of him having game, yes, you know what, good on him for finding a way to have a little bit of fun. Not necessarily happy that, you know, the, the American prison system's horrible, and this is an indictment and a blight on the uh, criminal justice system, as, as usual. And James Parker, your 30-second rebuttal. Well, the point is, is that when you go to a bar tonight, if you left this show and you go to a bar tonight, you would be less likely to have a successful liaison with a beautiful woman <laughs> than some dude who stole a car a couple months ago in Lindale and is now in the Smith County Jail. And you should feel bad about that. And if you don't feel bad about that, you need to reevaluate your entire life. Because the ability to uh, get the affections of a beautiful woman is really the only reason we're here. And that's the only purpose of life. So be as good as a gaslighter. Got it. Cool. Good story. And just to be clear, Tyler, Texas is the biggest city in East Texas. But we'll get pass by that for now. Uh, robots, give us some scores. James Parker, it's giving you a negative three. Uh, Matt Ryan, it's giving you a negative nine. And Roman, it's giving you a negative 11. So the robot didn't like anything. Oh, yeah, the negative three wins. All right. Yeah, the worst. Got, that is the best of the worst. Well, the least bad score. Coming up, we're going to see if the robot's playing favorites today. One final fight, Smash Debaters. From KTSA. From 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. And the argument ends right around here. It's a battle this week between Roman Garcia, James Parker, and Matt Ryan to convince the appliance that we plugged into the wall to tell (laughs) our debaters how good or bad their arguments are, that their argument is the best argument. But it comes down to one final fight. Closing arguments on Master Debaters. Yes, it all comes down to a final four-minute melee. I'm going to present a topic, and our three contestants will debate it, hash it out for a whole four minutes. At the sound of the final buzzer, our judge, this robot, will give each combatant up to 100 points or could take away up to 100 points. The person with the fewest points will get a 15-second head start that everyone else can join in after a little bell has rung. So you guys want to guess who has the fewest points right now in the show? Hmm. Probably me, Parker. Any other guesses? I'll go with that. Correct answer is James Parker. All right. So, <laughs> the topic, a new report from the Census Bureau says more American adults are living alone. The Bureau said the percentage increased by 2% over the past decade, with 37 million adults aged 18 or older living alone in early 2021. More women than men in that age group lived with a significant other, with 5% more living with an unmarried partner. The percentage of adults overall living with an unmarried partner increased by 1% this year. I'm Mark Mayfield. So your topic for four minutes. Is it better to live alone or better to live with someone else? Four minutes starts now. James Parker gets a 15-second head start. All right. It's it's definitely better to live with someone else because I've lived on my own a couple times in my life. And I'm kind of living on my own right now because my my family has moved and uh, I'm waiting to sell this house. And I've adopted the same habits that I had when I was living by myself in my 20s. And the fact that, like, I just have one cup and I drink out of the same cup all day, every day. And when I'm done with that drink, I dump it out and I put the next drink in it. And I have one plate and I have one fork and I have one bowl. I have, like, one of everything and I just constantly reuse it. It goes in the sink. I use it. It goes back in the sink. I I, I do that. And I've worn the same jeans four days in a row right now. And so without other human beings around to moderate some of my weird eccentric behaviors, we all just kind of turn into this bachelor caveman kind of guy. And it's weird. And uh, like I adopted immediately if there's no one else in my house. So, yeah, it's definitely better living with other people. And and it's not even close. It's like recessive genes. You don't know them. If someone else isn't there to like block out your recessive genes, your free flags just fly all over the place. It just sounds like you're talking about OCD at this point because you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And also, yeah, when we're alone, we're going to go to our base instincts. But sometimes that's not the worst thing in the world. Of course, living with another person is great. But if what happens if you have a bad roommate or if you live with people you don't like? I've had situations exactly like that. And you know what? It makes your life a living hell. I'd rather eat out of the same bowl and then deal with someone who's a piece of garbage and makes my life a living hell. Because at that point... Yeah, I'd rather eat out of the same bowl than have someone yelling me that yelling at me that I didn't clean the bowl. Mm. So, but I think the thing is that people that live alone like the benefits of not living alone. People that live with people like the benefits of being alone. So, I have uh, my wife, my kids, a grandbaby, uh, three dogs, two cats, chickens, and uh, have a mother-in-law just passed away. God rest her soul. And uh, I bought a fifth-wheel trailer so that I can go outside. 
and sit out there by myself. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I'd be like Will Smith and I am legend and I'd be okay with it. I would, I'd talk to mannequins. That's fine. I don't care. You know, and, and I, it's good. And also the concept of living on your own, you can still have people over. It's not like you're just shut off in the entire world like Roman said. <laughs> or in a situation like James where he's just basically eschewed all social norms because no one else is around to look at him. Of course when there's no one around, you're not going to wear pants or you're going to do whatever. Or you just might take a bubble bath and wear a face mask. That's your right as an American. I'm not going to judge you for that. But you know what? Common social decency, like throwing out the garbage, doing the dishes, you know, not letting food rot, that should not be incumbent upon another person living here. Of course I've done that exact same thing, but I am a garbage person. I am <laughs> being a garbage person and will continue to be a garbage person. But you yeah. can't blame that on other people. You can't put the onus on your decisions and your mistakes as much as we would love to. Sadly, we're not in Congress, so we can't do that. But I, I would become your... like a Lord of the Flies thing so quick. You're going to kill All fat right. people? No, no, no. Exactly. You, just, you just run around and you're wearing <laughs> potato sacks on your feet instead of shoes. But you should aspire to something better. Where of course, you, you can get by and do okay when you're living by yourself. But you should always aspire to have like a Scarlett Johansson or the uh, like the the hot chick from Friday Lights, Friday Night Lights that played Lila Garrity that lives with you, and then you like to see her when she like gets out of the shower. Yeah, you should aspire to have some sort of partner or partners in your life. But if that's the end all be all in your life, and the only thing separating you from a partner is eating out of a singular dish. I, I, I really, there's larger problems at stake here, pal. There's a bigger conversation if you're looking for a heteronormative partner for that to be the thing. Okay. It's time to consult our robot. Is it a heteronormative robot? <laughs> or maybe the robot just likes living on its own. Look, it's always the attractive girls that are crazy, so if you're going to live with someone, you got to weigh that out. <laughs> So the trade-off. Let's see what our robot wants to dole out. We're going to start with James Parker. Negative one hundred to one hundred. A fifty-two. That's fantastic. Wow. Thank you, robot. Wow. Matt Ryan. Impressive. Ooh. Negative sixty-seven. Uh, that'll happen. Oof. <laughs> and <sighs> Roman Garcia. Come on, come on. Oh. 98. Yes! Oh, a near perfect the first. Dang. Do it. That'll do it. So we're going to tabulate the scores that are uh, very inquisitive, thoughtful, humanistic. <laughs> Research robot has put together. So after a series of arguments, it's time to name this week's master debater. In third place, with negative twenty-one points, <laughs> Matt Ryan. Jesus. In second place, with seventy points, James Parker. Which means this week's Master Debater, with 140 points, mm -hmm. Roman Garcia. Congratulations, uh, uh. 
60 seconds Ooh. to celebrate starts right about now. I don't want to gloat too much about myself, but man, that's a smoking win right there. And I'd have to say, yeah, sure, it was up to a random spin of the wheel pretty much, but I would like to think it's my Christmas spirit that brought this one home. I would like to think that there's greater forces at work other than just my skill and, and masterful debating. I'd like to think that there's a North Star out there it's just shining down and said, Roman, this holiday season is gonna be one of the best ever because I'm gonna show you that you're number one. And so this is, uh, I think, uh, one of, uh, I don't know, two wins I've had. So, um, so I, I, I just, I don't know. It, it just shows that uh, it wasn't a fluke last time is all I'm saying. So, uh, uh, you know, the other guys, the other debaters, all great guys. And so uh, I just feel really proud. Well, that's it for this week's edition of Master Debaters. A big thank you to our three contestants this week. Roman Garcia, you could see each weekend on Success in the City on the CW here in San Antonio. James Parker, who can be heard on the USA Radio Network. And Matt Ryan, the executive producer of Catalyst Wrestling, you can see all that work on YouTube. And I guess we can thank our judge. Maybe not. I mean, it's just an appliance. It's plugged to a wall. <laughs> KTC Research Robot. <laughs> Master Debaters is a production of XS Studios in KTSA San Antonio. You can learn more about Master Debaters online at KTSA.com. I'm Dennis Foley. This has been Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. San Antonio's home for news and talk. On air, online, and on demand. 550 KTSA and FM 1071.